Hey, welcome one and all. Shut up indeed. Shut up indeed. It's episode 135. If you add 10, you'll be accurate. It's 145. I know you got old eyes. You're looking up at that little TV. I've even thought about getting a bigger TV, knowing that your eyes are fucking leaving you. I've had old eyes for a while, but it's just a small print that I can't read. Yeah, the older you get, uh, the bigger the print's going to be that you can't read. It's all right. I'm just chilling. I bet you yours is going to go a lot slower than mine. Because you, oh, yeah. you don't require glasses already. No, don't. I mean, you probably do at this point. And you're... No, I went six months ago. He said you don't need them, but it was so cool. You know, he did the <coughs> little thingies. Hey, yeah. Uh, you could see like this if you get them. And I was like, fuck, I want to see like that. Well, yeah, yeah. And he says you don't need them. He doesn't really mean that. He means that in the same way, like when someone's like 85 and has lung cancer, and like, hey, you know, you, you should no, probably he, quit smoking. But I mean, said, at this point, what's it matter? He said, I don't need them for driving. Oh, okay. Well, that's a big difference. You know what I mean? Because they decide, hey, you, you can't drive without them. Mine get worse and worse. Uh, now when I'm driving, if I take off my glasses, I can't read the signs at all. Like, used, I used to be able to get close enough where I'd be like, yeah. all right, Vine Street. Yeah. Yeah. I see a sycamore. But now it's just a white line. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm giving in. I'm finally going to get a pair. I want to see like that machine said I can. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking cool. I can see everything. Well, and it's cool. Every As soon as you do glasses, everyone assumes you're a little bit smarter than you actually are. You get a little bit more. Uh, Go ner- for that. You get nerd cred. You know, there's street cred. Well, this is nerd cred. All of a sudden, you put some glasses on, people and, think you read a lot. And in today's culture, nerd cred's important. Yeah, it is what it is. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. If you want to give me more credit than I deserve as far as intelligence is, well, I mean, uh, yes. I'll take it. I mean, fucking. Uh, I can barely make my way through a sentence half the time. I Zuckerman's can't... got nerd cred out the ass. Who? Zuckerman. Who's that? Facebook. Oh, the Facebook guy? Jesus Christ. Wow. It's I haven't said it. No. It's going. It's gone. It's not <laughs> happening. I'm not letting that one slip. <laughs> that, one, that one didn't happen. Uh, that's not his name, though, is it? Martin Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah. What did I say? Zuckerman. Oh, Zuckerberg. Okay, that makes He's more sense. He's got ultimate nerd cred. Hey, that fucking, Elon Musk has nerd cred. That weirdo rented out a UFC the other day. Last weekend's UFC was just at the little hangar they had, the little airplane hangar they have out in Vegas. They do them. I forget what they actually called it. But uh, he rented out the whole thing, so it was only him and Facebook employees there. And Any it was, and names it was, fighting? Not really. It was headlined by Mackenzie Dern, who's like kind of an up-and-coming jiu-jitsu fighter. That, um, she's really, really big in the jiu-jitsu world. She's transitioned. She's done decent as a pro. She has a pretty decent following but nothing huge no there wasn't a big big name that is the biggest name and that her name's only big to underground mma nerds like me but see the thing about somebody like that but apparently he's real big into it yeah but they didn't allow and this is the funny thing like you rented out okay so no other people were there fine you're a billionaire you can do whatever you want as far as that's concerned but they wouldn't allow media there like the mma media really gives a fuck they're gonna turn around so what's your opinion on you know who gives a shit it's just some fucking rich dude watching some fights yeah they don't care about that they want to interview mckenzie dern yeah Yeah. but you know the thing that kills me uh, getting back to that is you know the the ufc and and basically the ultimate fighting started with jujitsu fighters all the gracies you know from brazil and all it was started by jujitsu fighters in order to prove that jujitsu is the most dominant uh martial art all by itself. But and the that difference if you, is, ha- if you take you... someone like this Mackenzie Dern or whatever her name mm-hmm. is, can she handle a Nunez right cross to the fucking chops? No, probably not. But when MMA started and when UFC started and the Gracie started all this, 
there wasn't multidiscipline fighters. So they you know, everybody there wasn't even weight classes. So they you fought whoever. Yeah, they everybody knew their own one thing. And if you only know one thing, jujitsu is the one thing. Yeah. The problem is is that every fighter nowadays that's worth a shit, especially anyone that's in the UFC, knows all things. Yeah. For the most part. You know what I mean? Even they even their their worst subject they're gonna be better than ninety five percent of the world at. So yeah. You can't get away with that shit nowadays. But uh, Mackenzie Dern, she's... No, I don't think she's ever going to be a champion. No? No, but she's fun to watch. You know, once she gets on the ground, yeah, she's I, I really like fucking Jiu-Jitsu. good. I mean, know, I used so. to fucking... It still blew my mind when someone like Hoist Gracie would take down Dan Severn, who outweighed him by 150 fucking pounds. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Well, Daniel, and the most amazing thing to me about that whole thing, they picked Hoist Gracie because he was the worst. The family picked him because he wasn't the best one in the family. They figured, like, we're going to give you our worst brother, and he's still going to beat all of you. And he did. You know what I mean? If they, if they put the best in, it would have been a completely different story. And I, I still don't even like that they did that because I would have I'd rather seen the best because that's, you know. Well, yeah, but after he started dominating, didn't more and more Gracies come into it? Yeah, but it wasn't from that original family. Oh, gotcha. You know, they might have had a fight here or there, but they weren't, you know, into it, into it. You know, they were all maybe cousins and shit like that afterwards, your Henzos and Boys stuff Gracie like that. hurt people. Yeah, well, they yeah, you bend your arms the wrong way and shit. Yeah, and that was they were more kind of thin. He wasn't a big guy. Hoist is kind of known too for being an asshole like that, and, oh, he's, is he? and he's gonna break your arm to prove the point that jujitsu is the best. You know, yeah. shit like that. He's gonna take it that that extra step and choke you until you're unconscious, and not until you just tap. Yeah. So yeah, those old UFCs were fucking awesome. I loved them. Mm-hmm. I that remember watching Asian Kato or <clears throat> the the bald guy with the big ponytail braid in the back yeah i don't remember his name but i know exactly when who Hoist you're talking Gracie about. wrapped his hands around the braid and yanked it all the way off yep. and there was chemo meat, i think his name chemo. was there yeah. was meat on the end of that That's fucking disgusting. braid. i remember the tank abbott fights i loved him and now looking back tank abbott wouldn't stand a chance in today's ufc he'd yeah. get murdered but back then he was just a barroom fighter that knew how to throw a fucking punch oh yeah and, and he knocked people out too. there was this one where he knocked him out and the guy did this shit like a froze oh, unconscious. Yeah. And then Tank Abbott walks over and goes, oh, makes, really? makes fun of him. And he had no and teeth. points. You know, Tank Abbott had no teeth. Right after the fight. He was the original Diaz brother. But back in when it first started, the ultimate two were Hoist Gracie and Dan Severn. Yeah. And we Dan were t- Severn was a real fucking collegiate champion wrestler. Mm-hmm. And he was huge. Yeah. He was, he, was a big, he, was a, he was a big beast. And fucking Gracie would just wait and wait and wait and wait. Oh, I got you. Here's your arm. And it's gone. You know what but, I mean? They'd be waiting, though. They had like a half hour match, I think. I or so Maybe even longer than that. Because back then they didn't have time limits either. I know. So it could just go, go until someone's forever. done. Right. Which is cool, but also kind of boring when you're in a half hour of a stalemate, basically. And it's like, ugh. The most overrated guy to me ever in the sport was Ken Shamrock. Uh, he. I don't know about overrated. He was... He was one of the few that was pretty well-rounded. Like, he was one of the first well-rounded, and, and his uh, brother, they're, I don't even think they're brothers, they're like adopted brothers. Frank Shamrock was known as the first all-around MMA fighter. Um, so, you know, they held their point, overrated. A lot of what Frank people remember of Ken Shamrock, rather, is the shit that he did late in his career. You know, he because he took a long time off for wrestling. And yeah, got but into, then he came back and thought he was just as good. Rick yeah, Franklin beat his ass. No one's, and, no one's as good. You know, you, yeah. you can't just leave a sport for five, six years and come back just as good. Even fucking Michael Jordan, you know, wasn't great right off the bat. And he only left for a year. Yeah. You know, and he's the greatest. I was so, concentrating on his baseball. Huh? Concentrating on his baseball. Yeah. Hey, let's get into it. Who are we getting into? Let's talk about our Bengals. Our Bengals won this week. And speaking of fucking... Yeah, 
So, Tua, man, should he have played this week? Fuck no, he shouldn't have played. That's why the doctor got fired and is facing yeah. fucking charges. And they say that a whole bunch of other people in that office are getting fired, too. Although I will say, uh, this last one, that the uh, retarded fingers. <laughs> he um, he went straight palsy, like, right I saw, away. I saw his head hit that one. Mm-hmm. The first one last week. I didn't see anything. Uh, his head still hit last week. It didn't look as bad. This one, it, it did smack down really hard. Hard. By uh, <clears throat> old Josh, uh, what's his name? Josh Tapu? Tapau? Yeah, but very clean hit. He just grabbed him no, around the No, he just threw him down. It wasn't a bad, it wasn't a dirty play at all. His uh, head just hit hard, and he went instant retard fingers. Like you said, it was scary. And two of them crossed like yeah. all the way that it he remind- couldn't do without it. Like I started this. laughing because it reminded me of that Trump rally where Trump was making fun of that dude and did the <laughs> fingers. He's like, ah! <laughs> and that's what Tua did. It's a weird thing. I, I didn't really understand. I don't understand why your body does that and why his hands lift to go in the front like he's looking at it. You know what he had well, to look at? Well, I think when it. it's probably a brain injury, your brain says Well, it's obviously not, a brain well, injury. Well, but I'm saying it's probably saying, okay, this isn't going to work or that's not going to yeah. work. Some people say when they get brain injuries, they taste weird things. It's, it's a shame, though, man, because Tua was having a good year. Yeah. You know, he well, finally- Tua sh- had one great game. The week after he scored 63 fantasy points, he had 12 the following week. Well, I'm not talking about just fantasy points. He's just he's he's not throwing interceptions and shit like that. I mean, they were him, undefeated when we beat him, and that's why I'm optimistic because it feels like the Bengals are getting the rhythm. We beat an undefeated team, and I think we win that game even if to a place, the whole game. I do too. I, I also believe him, and I don't think we played a great game. I think our offense still looks sluggish. Very. I think that we had a couple blow-up plays, which were nice. You know, we finally had some long yardage plays, some good passes His and passes stuff. look better this week, much now, better than they did Burrow last looked week. a little bit better on the ones that hit, but he was still off a lot. Yeah. And um, the run game just fucking blows. It does. And it's what terrible. bothers me the most about it is they kind of did what I wanted them to do. Last week when I was talking about it, I said I want Mixon just to put his fucking head down and run. Yeah. And he actually did that. Mixon was running really hard. Not getting a lot, but of it yards. wasn't getting anywhere. No. You know what I mean? And he's not breaking tackles for whatever this year. I know it's not just on Mixon. I think it's on the play calling. It has to be right. It has to be the play calling is just too predictable, and they know by the way it's lined up that it's going to be a run play, and they stuff it. Like well, what last week showed me is. That and with that this, being said, Miami is a good run defense. They are. So it is also kind we of we faced all good run defenses. This it week, is also this year. kind of stupid, but also showing what. Taylor's done all year is not make good play calls. When you're playing the best run defense you've played all year, maybe not try to run the ball more than you have right. all year. Maybe let your, all right? maybe give one game to your offensive coordinator to call the fucking plays instead of you. Yeah, let's just see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it's really what their job what is. You know? Hey, about the next time we play a real shitty team, let's at least try it. Just to see what happens. Let's see what every other team in the yeah. fucking league does. Yeah, I don't know if you want to do it against the Ravens. I don't I know if you want Belichick to take a chance this lets, week. Let's his offensive coordinator call he the plays. He used to. He I, I, I think this year he's calling him. Is he? Well, yeah, McDaniel for a long time. And he, he trusted McDaniel. I, I would, too. I McDaniel would. McDaniel looks he, like a fucking football genius to he, me. Or no, 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 not McDaniel. Um, Who's the one in Oakland or in Vegas now? He had that fucking guy. Oh, okay. And that guy McDan- every time. McDaniel was with uh, McDaniel, Belichick. He, he was with him for a very short period of time. Yeah. He was more of a Shanahan guy. Yeah, McDaniel's but he was, a Shanahan but he was understudy. With Belichick for a while. Now McDaniel's the man. I, I like him a lot. Uh, I do but too. he but, looks like a crazy Mark Anthony. At the same time, yeah, he does. At the same time, uh, maybe you shouldn't have started your quarterback though, bud. Right. Like the guy couldn't walk back to the. This is your franchise. He couldn't walk back to the huddle without falling over. Give him a week off. And you know, what I know I, you're undefeated. I know all that. That's but what I think. Give him he a was week thinking. off. Hey, I'm undefeated. People laughed when I got this job. 
I'm going to fucking keep going. No, what he probably, I think concussions are one of those things where everybody's different. And maybe Tua recovered mentally where if you talk to him straight face to face, you would never fucking notice the difference between pre-concussion or post-concussion. And maybe he's one of those guys, but that doesn't mean that your brain is fixed. No, but maybe, just maybe when they cleared him, when the doctors cleared him, Mm -hmm. he sat down with Tua and said, are you good? And Tua's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm ready to go. Well, no, that's exactly what McDaniel said. He's like, he's been Tua all week. He hasn't been any different. He's like, if I thought there was any kind of difference, I wouldn't have started him. But the doctors told me he was all right. And he seems completely all right. The problem is, no matter what, if you fall over on your way back um, to from a play to the huddle, you should probably be off a week. Right. At least a week, just and to you be know safe. What? If, if my backup is Teddy Bridgewater, mm-hmm. I'm going to feel halfway confident. This guy was a starter for a lot of years. No. I'm like, you know, you're not starting some piece of shit. Uh, I hate to say Cooper Rush because he's playing great. But, I mean, with a no name, you got Teddy Bridgewater. Let's as just your say backup. Allen, uh, if Burrow got hurt. Yeah, well, yeah, we gotta start exactly. bringing out. We're Perfect. fucked. We're, yeah, we're, we're fucked. Yeah, we we're, have no chance of winning. Not at all. Unless Joe Mixon decides to rush for 150 yards. Yeah, they'll, they'll have 10 in the box if we have Allen because no one's going to respect him. Old Tyrod Taylor got injured again on like his first series back. He's been with like 15 teams or something like that. He's going to get a nice little settlement though from that that injection last year. Whatever the oh, fuck happened went, where they yeah. punctured something important. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they punctured his lung his or something lung. like that. Yeah, they punctured his lung. <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up. But our Bengals, I think, yeah, we're two and two. We're going into Baltimore. Overall, the game was kind of shitty, but we won, and that's all that matters. All you got to win the ugly games too. You beat an undefeated team. Um, no, it was in Cincinnati. I was going to say on the road, but not. But th- we are on the road this week in Baltimore. Right. We're two and two. They're two and two. This is the battle for first place. I like our chances against Baltimore because I saw I do them too, fold but I don't want against, against Buffalo. Now mm-hmm. Buffalo is a great team, but they fucking folded. They were up seventeen, and after that, they did nothing right. And if you look at recent history, we've been beating the shit out of Baltimore. Bad. I think our team, our defense especially, was built to beat Baltimore. Uh, they were the you know, they were the big dogs when yep. Taylor took over and started putting this team together. And I think a lot of our defense is, is meant to keep Lamar Jackson contained and such. We got some fast linebackers. We got good defensive backs that can tackle. Um, we match well against Baltimore. We always have. And right now, their defensive backfield kind of sucks. It does. And we happen to have some decent receivers and an okay quarterback. I mean, they're pretty much putting everything on J.K. Dobbins, aren't they? Pretty much. And as far as offense is concerned, yeah. Dobbins just got back. That's uh, what I'm saying. As far as their running game. Their running game, yeah. But their running game is Jackson. You know, yeah. that's that's their running game. Uh, yeah. Their running backs are good, of course. But last year it started. In the first couple of years, uh, Jackson did what he wanted against every team in the mm-hmm. fucking league. And then I think literally these defensive coordinators said, hey, we need to figure out how to stop Jackson. Well, I think certain teams have it down, and I think the Bengals are one of them. And I, th- I think we win this game. I do too. Uh, um, I don't think it's going to be easy. I think they still got to play a good game. If they come out shitty, then I can totally see us losing this game too. It's not a, it's not a walk in a park at any means. But I just think we match well against Baltimore. Well, we win this game. We're in first place. In first place. I like it. I yeah. like it a lot. You got uh, you got. Did our little friend come over with some uh, with sports some, advice? Some winnable games after that. I don't know their exact schedule in, the, in my head, but I, I remember a, looking at we it. We got a tough next few weeks. No, if I remember right. No, that's what I was. I told. was. I was. Well, you might have been told that, but it, we're just looking at the schedule. Well, I think I think we got the Colts coming up. I don't consider that a hard game Not right anymore, now. More, I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe at the beginning of the year, looking at the schedule, I would have thought it would have been harder. But 
You play the Ravens, and then after that, you got the Saints who playing like shit. You got the Falcons who aren't shit. You got the Browns who are the Browns. Wait, 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 you got wait, the wait. Panthers, which the, are the Panthers. The Falcons the are playing a lot better than anybody thought they would. Sure, but they're not a great team. You're no. not playing hard teams. You're playing the Ravens are, are your last hard team all the way until then. We got the Chiefs. until December, man. Until yeah. you get to the Chiefs, but that's December, November. There's a chance the Bengals could go on a big run. I mean, the Saints, Falcons, Browns, Panthers, Steelers, well, li- and Titans are all winnable games. Every one of them. Yeah. You don't have a hard game, I don't think, until the Chiefs. And then even after that, then you start getting in a little murderer's row. You got the Browns again. The Browns aren't going to be an easy out no then matter what. Then you got what. the Bucks. Then you got the Bucks, the Patriots, the, the Bills. Bills, and the Ravens. So they yeah, end sure. really hard. They end hard. But they they need to go on a run here and put themselves in a situation where they only have to split that last half, and then they're in a really good position to get into the playoffs. Oh, without a doubt. And so. I'm looking forward to that Bills game the most. Oh, of course. Because we'll be sitting in Ohio gambling on it. Is that what? Is January 2nd. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that'll, that'll be the first one I go out Party for. at Matt's. Party, well, I don't know about that. I don't Matt's want to go to Matt's talking about putting literally like four or five TVs in the basement and have a... a oh, he wants like a party party. Yeah, he wants a, ba- a football fucking basement. He once he said he was thinking about putting four or five more TVs up down there. Four or five more TVs. Plus, we know we're going to get lots and lots of smoked meats. That's one good thing. And maybe some flour. <laughs> we'll get some flour. All right. <laughs> Matt uses flour like people use salt. You know what? What? I do have a machete, but it is not ready. So you carry on this conversation a little right, well, bit, and I'll get it together. Um, I've got a new segment that I want to introduce. All right. Um, this is one that... Um, well, you got to get it together, but this is one called, um, I changed the names. I'm going to change the names up every week. This one's going to be called Jeffrey Dahmer or Matt Hudson. Okay. Okay. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you uh, about five scenarios in which you have to choose one of those two to go along this adventure with you. Now you got to think about everything. Jeffrey Dahmer or Matt Hudson. Or Matt For Hudson. all of you that don't know Matt Hudson, explain. Hat Mudson is our. He's been a guest many times. Um, he's dead, drop dead, sexy. He's. I mean, uh, he is America's sweetheart. Is yeah. what they call him on um, the streets. Matt is a very intelligent guy. He's a very large guy, <laughs> laid back, cool dude. But these things are going to test your, you know, scenarios. You know, Matt's a smart guy. Some of these things you don't know, and people are automatically going to think, "Well, I'm not going to choose Dahmer. He's going to kill me." You can't think about it that way. This is the person, too, we're talking about. Yeah. Do you want to do the machete before? Because it is ready. Yeah. Go ahead and knock out the machete. Go ahead and get ready. Now, this one isn't it. No, so we're going to have to stop that real quick. Go here. Go here. See, that's just me. I need to do it beforehand. But it's really quick, guys. And uh, for all you that are listening, you don't notice the fucking difference. Here it is. Shitty here, world's best crap stealer, and apparently the shittiest fucking gambler alive. Seriously, I suck at this shit. This is more painful than the time I paid a chubby Asian girl with a hair lip to step on my balls. After I paid off the bookies, I had to pawn my uncle's llama or just so I could afford my weekly happy ending at the local rub and tug. Fuck! I'm three and nine! So I'm changing this shit up. No more parlays! Getting one game right is harder than plucking a pube hair from a bison's pussy, much less nailing three of these fuckers. Right? Take the Chargers, giving up three at Cleveland. Cleveland is a shit city and doesn't deserve nice things. Look for Herbert to use his fancy shampoo and blow lobes all over the Browns' banged-up defense. 
The Patriots are giving up two and a half at home against the Lions. Take them. Let's face it. The Pats' worst team is still better than a mediocre Detroit team. The Lions can't stop the run, and old man Billy Bells isn't going to lose to MCDC at home. Finally, take the Eagles minus six against the Cardinals. Have you ever seen a Cardinal and Eagle fight? An Eagle wins every time. Cardinals are pussy birds. Nice feathers, you pansy-ass bird. Yeah, that's what I'm at, man. I'm making decisions based off mascot fights. What the fuck? I'm screwed. That's it. I have to get this blood out of these bed sheets. I got pegged with a nine-incher last night. It was fun at first, but boy was it a bloody mess back there. My shits have looked like a cherry slushy all day. Right? Until next time, remember to power pressure field bets, and remember to give your asshole a three-day rest after a good pegging. 5-2, I'm through. Machete, out. That's it. That, that's Marchetti this week. Uh, he didn't put as much effort into it as he usually had. He had to get it together late at night last night. At least that answered an, uh, a question, uh, the, the long-living question of is Marchetti homosexual? The answer is no. He got pegged. A girl pegged him. So he's he's straight. No, he's straight. He's yeah. straight. He likes a nice rub and tuck. Uh, tug, rather. And uh, nine inches. <laughs> that's a big That's one. a hell of a pegging. That's a He big said he pegging. had blood all in his sheets, and he had cherry slushy poops. Now, could you imagine this? Well, I had blood in my ass crack. I know that. I feel his pain there. But it wasn't from getting a giant dildo shoved up my ass. Yeah, this is deep bleeding. You know, this isn't just like a little bit on the end. This is deep bleeding. (laughs) Poor Marchetti. Or is that what he's into? That's what he's into. And we don't judge here. We don't judge here. The only thing we judge him on is his picks, and they suck. Three and nine. Is that what it is? I, I think he did the math wrong. Well, whatever it is, yeah. wrong. <laughs> I just went by what he said. Yeah, wasn't there? There was four weeks. It was so it would be three and eight. Yeah, three and eight would be the number. Well, he had three team parlays. That four weeks, sense. so he'd have twelve. He's either three and nine or four and eight. No, there was three. Oh yeah, there was four weeks. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, three and nine. Wow, he sucks. Yeah, yeah, he sucks. He's yeah. not doing the parlays anymore though. Those are too hard to hit. Well, let's see if he fucking when you get the, nails the Chargers. His pick of the week. His pick of the week was the Chargers. Yeah, he said take them against the Browns. They don't deserve nice things. <laughs> he's he's right. He's definitely he's right. right. There. Yeah, Cleveland I mean that's does... a really shit city. Yeah, and no one cares about Cleveland. All right, so I'm moving on to my segment. All right. Move okay, on. now Matt is who he is, and Dahmer is who he is. But yeah, you know, if you've seen interviews with Dahmer, he's well spoken. He seems intelligent. He just likes to cannibalize uh, homosexual men mm-hmm. and uh, and make zombies out of them. Well, he's straight. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he stuck says he's to that straight. the whole time. He's straight. He just likes eating gay guys. And, but he also uh, had sex with stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So he's weird. You know. So I'm going to give you these scenarios. You have to pick Dahmer or Matt Hudson to join you in this uh, experience. The first one, they're going to start easy. The first one, <laughs> you, have say, a, this... you have a job interview tomorrow, very important, and you need an emergency haircut. No mm-hmm. barbers are open. The only two is Jeffrey Dahmer and Matt Hudson. All right. Who's giving you the haircut? Well, Matt's obviously giving a haircut. Because if you know anything about Dahmer, what he also tried to do was do brain surgery on these men and turn them in, like lobotomize them in the sex zombies. Yeah. So I don't want him with anything sharp around my head. So I can't have him cutting my hair. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But you know, it doesn't mean he's going to do it to you. You're not gay. He might just leave your brain alone. He don't know I'm not gay. Well, you thinking I don't give out any gay vibes? I don't think you do. God damn it, man. I need to get some no. gay vibes. My gaydar, like these my gaydar is not sharp with you on. All right, you're taking Matt Hudson there. Mm-hmm. Second one. You need your taxes done. All right. Jeffrey Dahmer or Matt Hudson? Jeffrey Dahmer or Matt Hudson for the taxes. 
For some reason, I believe Dahmer had some kind of job that had to do with taxes and stuff, maybe. I'm not sure what his job was. Jeffrey Dahmer might do a better job at the taxes, but again, you know, just going around hanging out with the guy. Now, Matt eats a lot, but Matt doesn't eat people, so I, I think a little bit better of him uh, than I do Jeffrey Dahmer, because Jeffrey Dahmer's out there eating people, and that's weird. I, I don't want to be around with the guy. To, but what what's the price? I mean, that matters a lot for my taxes. That's, that's they're both thing. doing it free. Oh, they're doing it free? Both of them. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to Matt again, man. You're going to Matt again. Yeah. Even though he doesn't know how to do his own fucking taxes. Uh, he can, he's a smart guy. He can figure it out. I believe I could do my own taxes. I really wanted to put the effort into it and fill out all the forms and, you know, not fuck it up. But uh, I don't feel like putting the effort into it. I feel like Matt is probably the same as me where he could do a good job if he wanted to. Okay. Um, so I feel like if he's volunteering, he's going to do a good job. So and I'm going to go with Matt because um, he don't eat people. See, you're really taking the fun out of this game. Everything I ask you, you're gonna be. I'm going with Matt because he doesn't eat people. Not everything. All right, you got a hot date with a with a new girl. Mm -hmm. You're not married. She really likes her pussy eating, so you sign up for a pussy eating lesson. Mm -hmm. Matt Hudson or Jeff Dahmer instructors. Oof. Well, this is a tough one. Pussy eating lesson. You really want to impress? Yeah, because I've known Matt for a while, and I don't know how many pussies he's licked. Um, Jeff Dahmer. Now, we all know that he fucks the gays, but he claims he's not gay. So was he out there muff diving? I'm not sure. Not a, wasn't a horrible looking dude when he was young. Yeah. He probably had some interest. Uh, maybe. He, he seemed kind of creepy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm i not sure. Um, I'm sure Jeff Dom's probably buffed some munch, some munch, some buff, or whatever. Munch he's some a, rug. He, he's ate the puss. Um, you know what? For just some sexual lessons, I think I'm going with Dahmer. Good call. And here's why. It's because Dahmer's obviously a freak. I mean, regardless, oh, you can have yeah. whatever. He is the freak. All right. <laughs> this guy, he likes fucking so much that he's willing to try to program dudes to become fuck dolls for him. Yeah. And then when it doesn't work out, he's like, well, I may as well have a bite. You know, but. He took one guy's head in a duffel bag <clears throat> to work with him for a month. For what? Just so he could have him nearby. Just to hear him nearby, or you think on break he took this duffel bag to the bathroom and face fucked his dead they bodies? They said that the duffel bag was kept in his locker, but the head was in there. And you would think that head would start <laughs> to stink after a while. Why would you do this? Hey, you know what? I think this Jeffrey Dahmer guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeffrey Dahmer or Matt Hudson, you need help dealing with a very aggressive bully. Oh, well, Jeffrey Dahmer all day, dude. He knows how to take care of him. He knows how to take care of you when he slips you a Mickey and you're unconscious. Yeah. Does he know how to fight when he's awake? When when you're it doesn't matter. Awake? You don't always take the bully straight on. All right. You maybe you you get him to show up for the fucking flagpole at four o'clock, but you don't show up. Why would you do that? Because at eight o'clock you're gonna go to his house, you're gonna break in his house, and you're gonna eat him. All right. That's what we're doing. Me and Dom, we got it down. <laughs> All right. Two more. You don't fight the guy face to face. He'll beat right, your now, ass. Have you ever listened? Do you ever watch those interviews with Jeffrey Dahmer? He seems like a very intelligent, well-spoken guy. Mm -hmm. He explains everything he did. So you need a partner <laughs> for the World Championship of Jeopardy. All right. You need a partner. Matt Hudson or Jeffrey Dahmer? I don't know there. That's a tough one because I do know Matt's a smart guy, so I'm not taking a chance there. Just because Jeffrey Dahmer. I think the the level for, a, for even accepting that Jeffrey Dahmer's any way smart is so low. Because you just think that this guy's going to sound like Charles Manson when he talks. Hey, but we're going to just say some weird shit. So the fact he that he puts. Though. Exactly. So the fact that he even puts coherent sentences together, people are like, he's smart. 
I don't know if he's smart. He's just not as fucking crazy sound as you expect. And the same thing with Bundy. Now, Bundy, I believe, was kind of smart. Very. But what I'm saying is there's a very low level that you're looking for when you're talking about a serial killer. You know, and most of them are just absolutely fucking out of their mind. So well, if you put all out of their Well, they're all out of their mind. But I mean, even when they're talking, they don't make sense. Or they're just fucking idiots. <laughs> um, so just to put anything together, you're like, hey, he's smart. I don't know how smart he actually is. Now, I know Matt's a smart guy. So I'll go with Matt. All right. I'm not taking any chances there. All right. Matt's your partner for the Jeopardy Championship. Yeah. Last one. You enter a drinking contest mm -hmm. and you need a partner. Now, you need to think about a couple things here. Jeffrey Dahmer spent years and years picking up these guys at bars. Okay. I've probably done a lot of drinking in there. But Matt outweighs him by about 400 pounds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer weighed 160 pounds or whatever. Matt's pushing three or 400. Yeah. So, what are we talking here? You need a drinking partner. All right. This is a tough one because you, you do make a good point about him hanging in the bars a lot. My argument to that, though, is I doubt he's getting shit canned because he's out there trying to pursue these people to, you know. To eat them. To eat their ears and shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you want to keep some level of sobriety there so you can outsmart them. Um, Matt, on the other hand. He can put down some beers, but he's he's relatively new to this uh, getting shit can thing. He is. We're not talking about a guy that started drinking when he was 12 and has been pounding them forever. Right. He was All Bible right? thumping at 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, Matt loved the Jesus too much for that shit. So he was <laughs> he was getting his Jesus on for a lot of those years and then maybe having a brew or two on the side every so often. Yeah. But he's not putting back a 12-pack a night. You know, if, yeah. if I have some friends where it wouldn't even be a contest, you know. But... um. I think I'm going to go with Dahmer. I, I are, think, you, are you I, suggesting me and Keyshawn drink too much? Is that what you're suggesting? Well, even Keyshawn, he doesn't really have that many years because he didn't start drinking oh, yeah, until he was a, like, young. well, and that, and he didn't start drinking until he was like 23 or something like that. He didn't, he didn't drink growing up even. Right. And so, I didn't start drinking until I was 15. Now, now you, yeah, you're, you're in there. I'm a, are you saying I'm an alcoholic? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you were at one point probably, and I don't know if you still are. I don't know if alcoholic, whatever, but you, you definitely drink and you can drink a lot. So you going with Dahmer on this one? I'm, yeah. Really? Well, plus I feel like uh, Dahmer will be more fun at the party. You know, once you get him some oh, questions. Oh, I think he would. Yeah. I mean, if he's, if he's your friend and hey, he's I being open. I fucked this girl the other night. Hey, I fucking mickeyed this guy, fucking <laughs> yeah. fucked him in the ass and then cut his nose off and <laughs> yeah. fucking Fucked him in his nose him. hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, that Dahmer's nuts, man. Hey, man, have you ever had butt sex? Yeah, but have you ever fucked someone's ear? You know? <laughs> yeah, I've had butt sex. Have you ever had it when the butt was detached from the body? <laughs> yeah, That's can, the best. It can move so much more. You can literally, they say, they call girls spinners. When you <laughs> detach their butt from their body, you could really spin. I mean, they're making sex toys out of just a butt. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, I mean, Dahmer could have been onto something. He could have been the fucking innovator. All right, so that was oh, a tie then. He was definitely an innovator. I mean, when you, you have to look into the cannibal culture, he is definitely an innovator somewhere. He had a fucking 50-gallon drum of body parts next to his bed. Well, where else are you going to keep them? You know, he didn't live in a big house. Lived in a little shitty apartment. Yeah, so you had to keep your body parts next to your bed. Now, me, I have a little bit bigger house, so I would have probably put the body parts in a crawl space, you know, like Gacy and shit or, like that. Or maybe a closet, even. Uh, or, or didn't some of these serial killers, like... That was Gacy. Didn't one of them have, like, a house across the street that he would bury bodies in or something? No, Gacy buried them all under his house. And the thing about it and is... I think I, it got too full, and then he had to bury yeah, some other places, too. Yeah, after his had no more room. But I think there was, like... 
Wasn't there like 20-something bodies buried under his fucking Something house? ridiculous. And all the neighbors would drive back and go, what's that fucking smell? All little boys and shit, too. Yeah. Or not little, but, you know, like younger men. Yeah. <laughs> hey, why do serial killers always like the younger men? I don't, I don't know. I get it. That's a... I think they, the serial killers go for the easiest possible target. I think a girl would be an easier target than a guy, regardless of their sexual preference. Well, Gacy, uh, even though he was married, too, he, he liked the gay stuff. Yeah, but I don't think it's in the name. Yeah, but I don't gay C. <laughs> but I don't think Gacy hooked up with gay dudes though, did he? Didn't all these people that he killed and oh, stuff? No. They're all straight, weren't no, they? No, no, he had. Uh, they were like people that worked for him in like his construction. They were straight, but he still fucked him and stuff. <laughs> that's not straight. No, he did. Oh, they yeah. were straight. That's like a. But he tied him up and fucked him and killed him. It's like Tiger King's boyfriend when he was saying that he was straight. It's like Tiger hey. King had two husbands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And one of them was saying that he was straight. And you're yeah. like, that's not how straight works, <laughs> <No>. bud. <laughs> straight <laughs> works where you don't like penis. Yeah, you, you know, I don't care how much meth you take. It's no, straight. it doesn't make it's you still, straight. Yeah, that's still a thing. Like, uh, whatever. Well, see, I, and I think I'm going to include this bit in some upcoming podcasts with different people mm -hmm. and different questions. But that was a tie. And I was a little surprised, honestly. I thought... That according to you, that Matt Hudson would have a slight advantage. I thought four two. He did have a slight advantage. It went three three. Well, the, the questions just happen to match up with Dahmer's strengths, and I don't hold the other shit against them as much. I hold them if it's a tie. I hold it against them. That was the way I was looking at it. All right. Well, you know? here, here's the tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, you need a partner. The object of the game is to kidnap, zombify, fuck, and eat a young man. Mm -hmm. Dahmer or Matt? Matt, of course, all day long, you know? I'm looking for someone that's looking for a new experience, all right? If, when I'm going out and I'm murdering people and I'm torturing and I'm, I'm making them a zombie and then fucking their faces when they're dead, I'm looking to share this experience with someone that is new to it. I don't want... I'm the old master. They said, I don't need the old master. I've been in, doing this for years. I just haven't told anybody. You haven't told even me. I don't. I just know. let everybody know. Don't look in my basement. Zom Dahmer said that when he was trying to zombify these fuckers, mm -hmm. he would either inject their brain with bleach <laughs> or hot scalding water. Yeah, see, that's why when you said he's really smart, I don't believe it. That's not the move. Hot scalding water? That's what he said he Wait, would where, use. Where that you, or bleach. This is pre-internet. That's the problem. I bet you nowadays, Dahmer with the new internet, that guy would have really fu made a fuck zombie movie. Oh, yeah, he would You know what I mean? You can research would've. fuck zombies and figure it out eventually. Yeah. Somebody, I guarantee Especially the dark web. there's a fuck zombie fucking chained to the bed somewhere in the world somewhere. Yes, yeah, so, of course. Someone's got a fuck zombie. Hey, how do you get to this dark web, all right? Because here's my dilemma. I got a fatty boom batty dog, weighs 158 pounds, all right? He's on a medicine now that costs $300 a month, all right? Yeah, exactly. $300 a month, one sh a shot. It's every... Two months is what it'll be eventually. But either way, 100, 150 bucks a month, even if you look at it that way. It's a lot of money. I've always heard this over the years that you can order pet medicine through Canada and shit and get it a lot cheaper You can order prices. every kind of medicine. Well, that's what I hear. You just still need a prescription. The Canadian pharmacies will ask for your prescription number. Yeah, that's annoying. But I, I can probably get that. I have the prescription for it. Yeah. But uh, I can't really find any that's much discounted. It's, it's all about the same prices as here. I feel like there has to be a dark web. Where I can find not only yeah, but there Canadian you might get, drugs, you might but get where... shit that'll kill him. It, it might yeah, get yeah, that's shit. the problem. That is you the gotta, problem. You got to go to a reputable pharmacy because otherwise somebody's going to send you something like this. This new fucking uh, Skittles looking fentanyl that just crossed the fucking border. We got Skittles fentanyl. Yeah, it's uh, it's they call it rainbow fentanyl. All right, sounds and fun. It, it's it's pressed into pills and it's every kind of fucking color of the rainbow there is, mm -hmm. and they're terrified because they think that these obviously these 
people are targeting children because kids are going to say it looks like candy. Yeah, of course. Eat one piece, you're dead. Well, that's what they've been saying about any kind of edible of anything forever, but go ahead. Yeah, but these are pressed to look like candy, mm -hmm. and they're colored, and they're, they're all over there. What I'm saying is I think if you went to the dark web for something like that, somebody's going to send you something fucked up, and it might kill you. Yeah, dog. you're probably right. I probably shouldn't fuck around with that, but- I just always heard you could order shit over, you know, from other countries you and can't. shit like that, and it would be cheaper. And it's not really that much cheaper, and it's bugging the a shit. A lot out of me. it is. Like the biggest thing in the world was those fucking epipens. Mm -hmm. They were three hundred dollars for a pair of those epipens here, and the company ended up getting sued. Hey, you're fucking raping people. For well, because they used to be a lot cents. cheaper, and then all of a sudden, like, because a company bought a monopoly on it. Yeah, that's crazy. And they said, well, now we're going to charge three or four hundred dollars, uh -huh. and you need two of these every six months or whatever. But you could still buy them in Canada for, at the time, it was like 65 bucks or something mm -hmm. like that. But now the company that did that got sued, and they can no longer do that. So I think the EpiPens are more reasonable now. But I, if I were you, I would just keep scouring the fucking web for uh, Canadian pharmacies. Cause or if there's any meth heads out there that want to rob a veterinarian for me and get to me some medicines, I'll hook you up. What are these medicines I'll for? I'll hook you up, meth man. Allergies. He has awful allergies. My dog don't ever stop itching. Uh, he's been like this since he was a puppy. He just doesn't stop itching. They think it's he's allergic to animal protein. But either way, the allergy shot that they gave him, they gave him it to him on uh, Thursday by Friday. He hasn't itched since Friday. And it's like so awesome to watch this dog not be suffering, you know, constantly yeah. itching nonstop. And so now, if it didn't work so much, it would have made me feel better, honestly. Like, ah, shit don't work anyways. I ain't fucking yeah. spending the money. But now that I but know it, does it work. now that I know it works, it's like, God damn it, I gotta fucking figure this out. Because it's just his quality of life has gone up That's so much. That's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> you're telling me. Three hundred dollars a month is seventy you're talking seventy five dollars a week. Yeah. Uh well three hundred dollars every two months is what it's gonna end up being. So hundred and fifty a month. So it's yeah, it's, pricey. it's still it's not cheap. You know, it's like you're buying a used car basically. Yeah. You, know, you are for a fucking a dog. To not itch. He would still live. He'd just be itchy. He just, well. Well, and then there is the chance that we get him off animal protein completely of the food, and then you don't have to take the allergy shot. That's the you hope. make Wolfie a vegan? Yeah. I ordered vegan dog food is showing up today. It's called V-Dog. $70 a bag, mind you. So now you got to factor in. a giant in bag? 30 pounds. That, that lasts him a month, maybe. You know, so well, it's $70 not. $70 a month is better than 150 a month. True. If that's what works. But we'll see. If he even fucking likes it, you know what I mean. What if he said, "Ah, this food sucks." Uh, all the reviews. Like I would if he gave me vegan food. Probably. I would look at it and say, "This is." Well, no, it horrible. depends though. If you had like a real chef cook you some vegan food, I bet you they cook you some shit where you'd be like, "Damn, this is good." Well, I mean, I like. I might not prefer I like it, but it's good. Vegetables and rice yeah. and stuff. I could eat that, you know, if I was a vegan. But I mean, I I can't eat a plant based burger or a plant based had chicken one? nugget. I've had many. Really? Have you had the the Beyonds and the Impossibles, those new ones? I tried the Impossible Whopper. Yeah. Uh, How was it? Uh, I don't know if Burger shitty. King's going to be your best interpretation of a fucking no, burger. No, I've, I've but... had them in a few places. Okay. I even had it at a restaurant once. I tried it. Um, mm -hmm. We went to uh, See, Red my... Robin, had a, a plant-based burger. Somebody I was with ordered yeah. it. I took a bite. I said, this tastes like a cardboard box. Now, I don't like bean burgers, typically, every one I've ever had. The Impossibles and all those, I've had all of them, basically, because my wife's uh, vegetarian. And they're all all right. I mean, they're all like, okay, like I could see if I didn't have another choice, I'd eat this, and I wouldn't complain. I mean, it's not bad, no, but, but I don't prefer you it. you do have a choice. Yeah, exactly. I don't prefer it. It's, right. it's not... You know, it's not better than a burger. They used to make them years ago in the frozen food section. They were made out of basically pressed carrots, is mm -hmm. what they were made out of. And now they've thought of all this new shit. But 
uh, vegan or fucking plant-based chicken nuggets, chicken patties. Come on, dude. I just don't get I don't get the vegan thing in that why why if if you're trying to avoid the meat, why are you trying to make everything shaped and look and taste like the meat? I think they're trying to fool the kids. Is that what it is? Is yeah. to get your kids into it? Hey, your kids won't know if you're feeding them these hey, you know like nuggets. You know how you get my kids into it? You don't charge so much goddamn money because that's what that's what I'm paying for for kids. Yeah. Kids uh, it's a money thing a lot of times. I feed them based on like I can't afford to spend $16 per meal on a fucking child right. or myself for that matter, but right. definitely not the kids. They don't eat that much food. If your shit was cheaper, I'd probably get it for them. You know, if the Impossible Chicken was cheaper than the regular chicken, they'd be eating Impossible Chicken. You know, it wouldn't bother me, and they'd get used to it, you know, but it's they'd not. They'd probably get used to it. Yeah, they probably think it was good if that's what you grew up eating. That's the way a lot of people are. Everybody likes their mama's meatloaf. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's one of those kind of things. My mom's was the best meatloaf. Of course, everyone thinks that their, uh, my family was dead, but either way, everybody thinks that their parents or their grandparents' food is the best. No matter what yeah, it is. And it, That's why every time you go to a family picnic or something like that of someone else and you eat it and you're like, yeah, yeah. And then everybody else, the best. Try the mouth potato salad. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, it's not that great, man. Have you ever had Steve Beasley's wife's uh, sodium-free uh, potato The low-sodium potato salad? <laughs> yeah, delicious. Yeah, it's not that bad. I, I heard what she does. <laughs> she boils the potatoes. She cuts them up. She throws them in a bowl. Cuts up some onions and throws them in the bowl. Sprinkles some pepper and some salt on them. And then just hands them to you. <laughs> I don't think there's any sauce or anything. It's just some fucking potatoes. Oh, there's no man. There's mayonnaise in there. Not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> there's not she enough. Also, she also put celery. Now, the, the year before, she made it with salt. It was yummy. Yeah. This time, it was just no salt. I like a nice wet potato salad, I guess. You know, I don't yeah. want where it's just, you like just it giant the, potatoes. The yellow gravy? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, the yellow gravy's good, but I like some other gravies too, but just more gravyish, you know, a little more sauce. Uh, the potatoes are good, but how about not make the potatoes the size of a potato either? You know, <laughs> how about cutting like, them up? I, like, I want some smaller pieces in there. So, well, we were supposed to have a guest on today, guys, flaked. but yeah, he flaked. He flaked. Uh, we got a lot of flakes. It's one of the one of those guys we know that makes 60K a year and don't have a fucking car for some reason. Yeah. Hey, by the way, um, you live in Cincinnati, not New York. All yeah. right. You need hey, Keyshawn, a car around here. Keyshawn, pay for the trip. Yeah. Keyshawn, you cheap cunt. Pay for the survivor pool. Pay for the pick'em league. Yeah. Come on, dude. Come on. Keyshawn would never listen to our podcast in a million years, so he'll yeah. never get this message. Keyshawn won't listen to anything. And what what will happen drinking. is someone else will hear this, like a, a Culliver or something, and tell Keyshawn that we said this, and then Keyshawn will just get mad. <laughs> Man, you talking shit about me, motherfucking shit. Yeah. What, are you crying poverty? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. You got those Bill Burr tickets for free? Yeah, and I'm not paying because you didn't take me. Hey, we went to Bill Burr uh, Friday. Good show. Good time. Yeah, it was a good time. Um you didn't like Paul Bartnick or Joe Bartnick, whatever his opener. Uh, I didn't hate him. I remember you, I didn't have any belly laughs involved with him. There was two points where I wanted to slap you during this. Just, really? Just to let you know. And I know you had been- During him? During the show. I don't remember when okay. exactly. What were the two parts? And um, and I know you had been drinking. You know, yeah. fine, good enough. I had a good buzz walking in there after drinking two of those gigantic- what, Well, we drank 60 ounces of beer in probably, what, like 40 minutes? Tops. Yeah, so I had a good beer buzz when I got into that building, too. Because the comedian would yell it to say a joke, and then you go, "That's what I'm saying." I was doing that like don't to do be that. facetious. Don't do that though. Oh no, don't, don't, no, you don't talk to the comedians. You don't, you don't, you don't add on. They There's can't, no add on. They can't hear me. Doesn't matter. They can't hear. Doesn't me. matter. We weren't, we weren't right next to the thing. I would doesn't never matter. heckle a comedian because they would just fucking own you. Well, not only that, but it doesn't matter. But it's, the dildos behind us were saying it, so I was saying it. 
Well, those suck too. Then I hate yeah, them. Yeah, but I didn't. Mean I don't it. remember hearing them. I, didn't I heard mean you because you were sitting right next to me. Exactly. But the whole point is, but you did it twice, and not it was that. And then you did something else later. I just didn't where think you did it was like funny. a you did like an add on to a joke. You can't yeah. add on. You're not allowed to add on. <laughs> like that's not part of the comedy experience. Well, no, I'm not the guy that heckles. I normally just sit there and shut up. But yeah, I mean, that was it was a different. I didn't like that comedy experience near as much being no. in such a huge arena. No, I mean it was a good show in that Bill Burr had a really good hour. His I haven't really liked his last two specials, the the Red Rock special, and I, I forget the one before it, but the last two specials I just haven't been into. He just whines about cancel culture. I'm just sick of hearing about cancel culture. I'm yeah. sick of it. I don't care. Yeah. I, cancel who? I see you every day. You've never been canceled. None of this is real. It's yeah. just shit people say. Shut the fuck up and let's move on. Yeah. All right? And that's basically a lot of comedians got into that recently, you know, the Rogans, the, and they get stuck in it. And it's like, I, I don't want to hear it. Like, right. hey, let's move past. And I feel like this hour of Bill's, he moved past it. And he wasn't talking about that shit anymore. He was taking swings at shit. He had a twenty. He, was. he had twenty minutes about rape. He you know did. what I mean? Like a great <laughs> rape segment. And, I was like, he's doing his Louis C.K. imitation. And you shouldn't be able to have a great rape segment, you know. But, it was but funny, he though. pulled it off, you he know, did. and it wasn't offended. Well, I mean, I'm sure some people were offended by it, but it wasn't it wasn't too far in my opinion. No, me and it, it made you laugh. It, it didn't come out and say rape's good or anything. You know what no, I mean? Like but it Louis was Louis C.K. saying that about child molestation. Yeah, I figure it must be really good. <laughs> You made something horrible funny, which yeah. I always appreciate. Uh, either way, we are in the Heritage Bank Arena, which for all you that aren't from Cincinnati, think of your local hockey or basketball arena, and that's basically yeah. what it is. Too big for a comedy show. Way too big. Now, we had what were probably really expensive seats. You know what I mean? But your, your, yep. your buddy got his seats that were like double wide. They had a little table in between each of them. Uh, for the Heritage Bank Arena, which is a shit arena, yeah. these are really good seats. Yeah. Uh, but it's still too goddamn far to see any definition of anybody's face or anything. You're basically yeah. left watching the video. And outside of the first maybe 15 rows, that's all you're going to get in a place that big. If it's just too big for yeah, comedy Yeah, I thought for it me. was way too big. But I thought it was cool to see Bill Burr there because I've literally seen Bill Burr now in every comedy place. And that I've seen him in the local comedy club. I've seen him in the theater. And I've now I've seen him in the big you know arena, arena. Yeah. so I, i've seen him go through all the things i've seen him in a, play in a small club a decent sized club in the funny bone up in columbus i and just then, like the connection then the theater that when they can look out at the crowd and talk to you like you're part of it well and even you know what I mean? even a theater i feel like isn't as far off as that arena was you know now, see we saw we saw tom Segura and and um, Bert kreischer, at the, Bert kreischer at the well we've seen Bert kreischer at the taft we've seen tom Segura at the Aronoff. And I didn't mind the Segura show. It's a big no. place, but it's only it's a third of the size of the arena. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? it is a big. Both of those places are big, but they didn't feel as big as the arena felt. The arena right. just felt huge. Right. Yeah, we saw Chrysler at Taft. Yeah, it just felt huge. I mean, obviously, I'd rather see all comedians in a comedy club. If you give me the choice and I get to pick my comedian, I'd rather see him in a, you know, a Go Bananas in Cincinnati, yeah. like a real small comedy club. That's awesome. But when they get as big as Bill But Bird, you don't get a choice. Do yeah. yeah, that guy. And the like thing Chris is. Chris Rock at Paul Brown Stadium. When you got to look at it, too, like. Okay, Tom Segura comes, and he plays two shows at the Taft. All right? So two shows at the Taft, and he gets his money, whatever it is. Bill Burr, if he came, he'd have to play the equivalent of like six shows at the Taft in order to make the same money as he yeah. would in one hour right. at, at the arena. So why not do the arena, knock it all out, get the fuck on, and move out of the city? Move on to the next you know, place. The right? guy, he's a married dude with two kids. You know, He ain't trying to spend the whole weekend in Cincinnati when he can make the same amount of money playing one night. Yeah, and then spending the rest of the weekend home with his kids. He did a couple of nice little digs about Cincinnati, which was funny, and, and then the rape part. I, I thought the whole he's show been was funny. shitting on Cincinnati for years. Yeah. Uh, I remember the first time I seen him, he was shitting on Cincinnati because that's when downtown.
town was a fucking creep show. So he's been ruined, you know, shitting on all over for it's years a, for that. Not a creep show anymore. Not as much, dude. Back yeah. in the day, like he even said, he's like the only thing you guys had was a Walgreens in downtown. You know, there wasn't places you could eat. There wasn't bars. There was oh. nothing. You had businesses, and at five o'clock, Cincinnati went dead, and that the was whole it. Downtown area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it was like that for a long time until the you know basically the revival and we kicked all the black people out and made them move to somewhere else and we put in nice buildings and stuff you know things well, we do they moved back yeah. <laughs> no they still live around either way you know what I mean the old gentrification that we we took all these old buildings and stuff made people move and then ran them out for fucking three thousand dollars for a yeah. sixteen hundred you know so yeah that's insane <clears throat> all right well um. Overall, I give it a nine out of ten. Enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I do want to see uh, more. I, I love going to stand-up comedy. We both do, but I think unless it's one of my top three, I won't go to another arena show. No, I, I won't either. I, I'm with you. This was the only reason I wanted to go. Actually, I forgot it was at the arena until like two days before. Honestly, I thought we were going to the Taft. So when you told me box seat, I thought we were going to have those little things on the side, like the Abraham Lincoln oh, seats, yeah. which I've never got to sit in. So I. I would love to do that one time, but uh, either way, I agree with you. I, I have no interest. My wife wants to go see Kevin Hart. Uh, if that happens, that happens. But at the same time, I don't. I was offered tickets to Kevin Hart. I know two of them, and uh, but it's like it was a Saturday. I'm like, there's no way I can take another Saturday off. If he still has them, let me know. Well, uh, that's in November, I think. I don't remember when it is. I think it is. Yeah, November. I think it's November. I'm not sure. He's got to be at the arena too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's at the same place. Same place. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, like you just said, I have no personal interest in seeing anyone in the arena again like that. Yeah. I mean, I'd see Burr. I want to see Burr when he comes around. I got a so feeling go that'll there. probably be my only chance to see Chappelle. So I should probably see Chappelle at some point in the arena again. But yeah. I've seen Chappelle before. I've seen him at Go Bananas, and it was a. Uh, uh, I was five rows off the stage and it was like mm-hmm. i felt like i was connecting with him you know what i mean i seen him in at uc in like a study hall did you really? like a, one of those well not a study hall but like one of those big classroom kind of things yeah uh, fucking uh yeah big classrooms with the up- two hours dude he did two hours it That's was just the cool. uc students it was <clears throat> free no one really fucking knew who he was it was like right right before half baked came out he brought right, the house I think down, no, I think he? right when Half Baked <clears throat> came down because I knew who he was because I was obsessed with Half Baked as a fucking eighteen year old stoner. But oh, dude, it was it was great. But I think I, first I, comedy I love Chappelle. Yeah, but I think he was a hundred times funnier before. Well, he used to be more of a comedian. Yeah, now he's more of a uh, a storyteller. Yeah, storyteller and just uh, tackles. I don't like his new voice. I like I like that the Chappelle show voice with that when he went oh, high pitch. You don't like his lower voice? No, I don't like it. It's not, he didn't even look like the same person. I don't like when after someone pointed me out every single time he tells a joke, he smacks the fucking mic on his on his thigh every single time. Yeah. And that's that I love me. Chappelle. I'm not I'm not bashing him. Especially I'm when I liked him before better. Yeah, especially after I heard comedians say that's a, a way to tell the crowd when to laugh. Yeah. So it's just a trick. And it's like, ah, I don't want this guy up here trying to pull tricks on me. Yeah. So I make me laugh. Don't, well, because, uh, don't the, trick my dumb ass into Being laughing. a comedian's funnier than being a storyteller unless you're one of those special ones that can really fucking pull it off. Oh, he's a good storyteller. He's still good. He's just not, you know, that first special, I, see, I don't think we'll ever beat it. No, I, I think that Chappelle, when, uh, when he had the funny voice and he was real fucking skinny, I thought that was the funniest Chappelle ever. The Chappelle show guy. Mm-hmm. That's when he was funny. And then he lifted weights for a while and got big. And his head fucking grew. Well, it's kind of weird that size. he got big. He got big fast. It's like <laughs> yeah. he disappeared to so get did big. Dr. Dre. Yeah, but I mean, he disappeared to get big, and then he came back, and he's like, 
hey, there's a new spell here. Like Carrot Top. <laughs> you know what I mean? Carrot Top used to be real skinny. Now he's like a bodybuilder. Yeah, well, Carrot Top just looks ridiculous because that fucking hair and everything yeah. else. But yeah, I, I love Chappelle. I just liked him better before. So, hey, real quick, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I am going to touch on the uh, the Brazilian update. Mm-hmm. Uh, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, some hair started poking through. And I was sitting there thinking, well, that's not bad. It's five weeks, you know. Went five weeks with nothing. It's poking through. It hasn't grown any. It still just poked through. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. I don't know. I, I feel like you're staring at your butthole a lot. Or you no, just I'm staring at, at just the top of my Johnson. Okay, the, the, just Mount Pubis. Yeah, because in my butthole, I, for, from what I can feel, there's no hair back there. There's none of my taint, and there's none of my nuts. It's just growing on the pubis. And um, just popped through, and kind of like a couple days worth of beard. Why don't you and just, just, just veep that real quick? Are you no, because I'm see sticking how... with Brazilian. Why? No, why? I mean, maybe because you... I didn't grow another hair for five weeks. Well, yeah, but maybe you go with both. She told me not to. Well, she of course, even, she's trying to get your money. This was the chick in Vegas oh, that knows okay. I don't live in Vegas. She right, said, don't shave, don't veet. She said, if you're going to stick with Brazilian, stick with Brazilian. But doing both is bad. It's bad? Well, she said, because your hair grows in, in uh, cycles and patterns. <coughs> and if you shave it, you're definitely not getting down to the follicle. If you keep Brazilianing it, eventually it's going to die down there and it'll never come back. Can't we just call it waxing? Why do we got to use a whole fucking country term? Well, waxing is not butthole taint and balls. That's Brazilian. Yeah, but when you're talking about it, you can just say waxing. You don't need the Brazilian. It's only one extra syllable. Eh, it's a Four, lot. Really. It's a lot. If you say Brazilian, yeah. if you said Brazilian, then it's two extra syllables. But Did I say Brazilian? No, I think you said Brazilian. Yeah, I was going to say. It's only one extra you're going to add there. that to an extra, another word I can't say. I, I'll take it. Hey, I have got a, I know it's not time yet. It's going to be time whenever we want, man. I've got a fantastic fuck you. We, we don't, uh, we don't do segments. Nah, I do one in fuck yous, though. I like, I got a fuck you too, but. I got a great one. You got a great one? You got yeah. an asshole or anything this week? Uh, I don't have an asshole, but I, I have, have a asshole. fuck you. And you my fuck, fuck you, you is, is a very general and broad fuck you. Um. I'm really pissed about it, though. It's really right. bothering me. Well, let's get a name your price and then a fuck you. Okay. Because my name your price. We don't have a get song. Get the fuck yet. out of here because it is just a solo. So we don't have an, uh, a song for this yet. But my name your price. I got now. my request in. I, you know, the the messages I sent him, and this is how I send Adam messages. It's not. I don't give him a lot of instructions. All right. I just give him very little. And this is what I wrote him this time. Need new songs when you're bored. Name your price, double bass, cannibal corpse metal, because that's what you called me, all right? I need a hero, rip off the 80s pop song, so I just want him to rip it off. I don't care how he does it, just change a little bit so I don't get flagged for it. Cool. And then sex advice from an aging cocksmith, which we've only done once. you got to get some more of these, uh, as for porno funk. I will have a, a sex advice for you next week. So now you guys know what we asked for. Let's see what Adam returns to yep. us. I don't know when he's going to do it. Whenever he has time, he's doing the shit for free, and I know it takes some time to do these, so... Now, my, shit. my name, your price was directed at both of you. All right. Me and, and the, the guest that didn't come. Yeah. Now, the guest that didn't come is a black man. Prove it. Uh, he kind of looks like Lamar Jackson. Like maybe a little less. His ugly. hair's longer. Yeah. His hair's longer. Yeah. He's longer. darker than Lamar. Lamar's light skinned kind of. Is he? I, I, I don't think, think is. Lamar is light skinned. Well, not like pale light skin. Not yeah. like, you know, Stedman or anything. Stedman's. Wait, isn't Stedman white? Stedman's black. Is he really? Yeah. Like Michael Jackson black? Um, 
Stedman's black. Like yes. Logic black? I don't even think he's mixed. Really? Straight up? No, but I'm looking at... <laughs> I, I've typed in Lamar Jackson. They put up Lamar Odom. I'm like, guy, he is dark. <laughs> he's, and he's smoking crack. <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, no, he's not light-skinned, but he's he's not as dark as our guest would have been. Yeah, that looks like Craig. Boy, he's an un, unattractive man. Lamar? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, don't matter. Does he have a wife? Is he married? Is, I mean, I don't know. You know, a lot of these he's pro football, football players, bro. you see their sexy their sexy wife or girlfriend mm-hmm. with them all the time. Never seen that with Lamar. Oh, I seen Vado the other night with a nine, nine and a half. I saw him too. Just walking around with his pants way too short. Big beard. Yeah, well, he's in the fuck it part of his life right now, I think. Yeah. He's just out there, and she probably would no older than 24, 25. I'm going 9-5 on that one. She was pretty lovely. She was she was a very attractive young lady. Yeah. All right, very- good good for old Joey. Everybody in Cincy thought he was gay. No, he's out there getting some fucking top-quality push. You calm down. <laughs> top-quality. <laughs> yeah, this right. girl was stunning. Well, with all that right. being said, Joey Votto's a dime piece himself if we're out here judging men. He's a good-looking dude. And you know what? <laughs> Up until this past year, yeah. I never knew he was so fucking big and ripped. He's huge, dude. He looks huge. like a linebacker in person. But what I'm saying is you never saw him before in like a workout shirt or anything. Mm-hmm. He always has his jersey on and you can't really see. No. Last year when they showed him uh, out there getting ready to do batting practice, he had this sleeveless shirt on. I was like, oh my God, he's huge. The first time I seen him, I remember looking at him like, that guy looks like an MMA fighter. He has like, cause he has some scarred on his head yeah. shaved and he had some scar on his, on his head and stuff. And he was just fucking ripped and big and just look tough as shit. Yeah. You know, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. No way. That's Joe, Joey fucking Votto. All right. Well, he's massive. Look, Joey Votto. He's massive. But uh, a good guy. I love Joey Votto. All, All right. right. Let me get to name your price. Now, <laughs> name your price. <laughs> For those of you that uh, haven't heard it yet before, basically I'm asking for a realistic price of what it would take for you to do this thing. And, um, you know, this whole episode, we really haven't talked much sexual stuff, and it's kind of making me uncomfortable. Yeah, but I can see how that's bad for you. I'll get back into it next week. But <clears throat> my price, this one is very simple, because you really need to think about it. You need to give me a legitimate price, okay? You have to spend, say, 10 hours a week, okay? campaigning for and trying to get Donald Trump reelected in 2024. You have to be on his campaign team. You have to vote for him and you have to truly try to convince other people to vote for Trump. Name your price. Now think about a few things here. Okay. It doesn't matter what Tom, (coughs) Dick or Harry becomes president. And I don't care what any of you fucking crazy say. Your life is not going to monumentally change no matter who's in the White House. There's going to be fucked up shit here, fucked up shit there. But with every president, maybe this isn't fucked up anymore, but this is. I will argue that that is because of who and what we are as far as our income level and our race and everything else. Yes, it doesn't. The average white guy, middle class dude, it don't really affect too much. They all try to fuck us. Right. So it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? They're all yeah. trying to, they're all after us. But some of them are after the other ones a little bit more than us. You know what I mean? Right. Like certain things. So, yeah, for me and you, that, there hasn't been much change in my life when Trump was president and when Biden was president and Obama was president. Or any of the Bushes. The only real difference in my particular life has been what I've had to read and see on TV. Right. You know what I mean? Or, or And deal with people's mood and stuff around me. I right. will say I think the country did kind of change in Trump as far as just... The angriness of people, the yeah. the just general 
nastiness came out a little bit more than normal. What I'm saying is your normal. personal life really wasn't affected But no, no, I'm still waking up. I'm still going to work. I'm still <clears> paying <throat> my bills. Now, right. my bills are a lot higher right now, but I don't right. know whose fucking fault it is. I know it's probably not the president's as much as it's just corporate greed fucking us, but... That's probably... It's probably a little bit yeah. of this. COVID's still, COVID's still very responsible for a lot of our inflation. Uh, but I did see yesterday, it said actually that job openings were down like over a million this week. Oh, really? Before, I mean, over the last year, I mean, everybody was short. It was You can get any job you wanted short of a doctor. Hey, I want to be a doctor. All right, I feel like in. we're still short. Everybody's still we short. We are still short. But what I'm saying is apparently somebody did some hiring because job, available jobs are down over a million last year. I don't year. know. I never believe any of those numbers. Those numbers right. are fudged in every different direction. If you're unemployed for a certain amount of time, you don't count anymore. Right. Like, there's all sorts of dumb shit that they put in those just to make each other look bad or good. So right. I, I don't give a fuck. But what I'm saying is- How much would it cost for me, Jason Bauman, not a Trump guy, to go campaign and, and stump for Trump and try to get him reelected? As soon as the election's now, over, Now, I don't have to actually believe it because that'd be You can go right back to ragging on him and, and being yeah, very public. But up to the election, you have to put a real effort into trying to get Six him. Six figures, hundred thousand, hundred thousand, hundred thousand. I'm I'm fucking I'm I'm wearing the hat, uh, eight hours a day. That's I'm, what you'd have to do. Stuff I'm, like that. I'm clocking in. I'm. You'd have to have a, a mega going, sticker on your. Car. I'm going full full Billy Bob though. Like I'm clocking in as a Trump employee. When I'm pretending I'm a Trump employee, I'm going to get the outfit. I'm going to look cool. I'm gonna, yeah, that's what I'm you'd gonna, have to do. You I'm going to talk a little bit more hillbilly and shit like that, man. You have to rag on the fucking... Uh, yeah, those fucking you lips. Have to, you have to do the fucking let's go, Brandon. You have to yeah, be on go. the Trump train. Let's go, Brandon. You know, fuck him. So you're talking you know, 100 shit. grand. Yeah, fuck yeah, 100 grand. That'd be awesome. That'd be an easy yeah. job. Who gives a shit? My number's lower. I talk to morons every night, but I right. do it for less money than that, but and they, I have to work harder. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you only have to do it 10 hours a week. You have to volunteer and you know, send Wait out Wait a minute, mailers. 10 hours a week? That's it. It's not your job. Oh, I thought you meant it. You just have to try to get him elected. You oh, I'm sorry. If it's 10 have... hours a week, that's a lot less money than that. Yeah. You I thought have... you meant that's my now no, my full-time job. You still have your bills. regular job, but for three months leading up to the election, you have to be on the Trump train. You have to volunteer 10 hours a week and uh, and- put up signs or do whatever and then you have to legitimately you're even going to the polls and you're standing outside hey you guys voting for all Trump. right yeah you're how many weeks you have to do it for three months three months 10 hours a week uh yeah i'm i'm thinking probably around forty thousand. then see my number was 50 okay i said for because i don't like trump yeah i don't matter of fact i really i hate him but but yeah. I, I hate biden too so i mean when they run against each other again in four years i'm just gonna throw my hands up and either not vote or vote third party i'm not voting for either one of those two guys i yeah. can't do it i can't either. i can't, can't. <laughs> well i voted for trump the first time i couldn't do it the second I time didn't. i voted for biden and now i can't i can't vote for biden i can't again. do it again i i did vote for biden i wanted trump <laughs> out but it, so our numbers were close biden's and i can't vote for the cop if she takes over so, you know, even if Biden drops out and the cops run, and I, Kamala's not getting my fucking vote for anything ever. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I will get, I'll, I'll work for old Donnie T for cool yeah. 50, 50, 40K, 50K. As soon nice as too. it's over, you could, you know, you say, hey, I was just kidding. I hate the fucker just like you do. But for that three months, you're in character. Dude, I'm debt free for playing a hillbilly for three months. Like, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. I'm not debt free. I'm, I'm, Except Still for your house, house. but yeah. the whole thing about it is, I mean, you're you're a Trumper. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I'll be I'll be a Trumper for a certain price. Shit, man. I'll you know what? If um, I'll do it for a lot less. As far as you just, if you guys just want my vote out there, any of you guys just want my vote in this next election, and Biden and Trump are running against each other, it has to be those two. You can buy my vote for a hundred bucks. It's up for sale right now, a hundred bucks. 
You give me a hundred bucks, I'll vote for whoever you want. I'll take a fucking picture to prove it. I don't give a shit. Move on with my life. <laughs> and really, why not? What's the fucking difference? What's the difference? You I know, made a hundred bucks. Who gives the, a the shit? Only difference I'm going to go vote really anyways because I vote on other things yeah. that I do find important. And the only time it matters if we actually do have a candidate we think is going to do any good in this fucking country, mm -hmm. then you really want to win. Then you can't buy my Trump vote. But- Hey, we got a real guy here who's got potential, you know, to do I think I, I really do think I'm dropping out politically. I, I am going to go, when I go vote, I am only going to vote on issues. You know, the yes to this tax, the no to this tax kind of thing. And and if a candidate really reaches out to me, I'm not just going to go in and vote for a fucking letter and I barely know anything about him. All right, you know just, who I vote or, for? Or a hate vote, because I will do a hate vote yeah. here in, in Ohio. I'm not, J.D. Vance can't win. No. All can't. right, I got to vote for that other guy. I don't know who that guy is, but that, that'll be my hate vote. Tim. Whatever. What Tim Ryan, I Tim believe. Tim Ryan, yeah. Yeah, I don't care. It's not J.D. Vance. He's nuts, So too. he's going to get my, he's going to get my hate vote. But he's not J.D. Vance nuts. I don't know if he's nuts or not. I don't know much about the guy, but. J.D. Vance is nuts. I'm yeah. not going to let that guy win. Right. So I got to vote against him. But otherwise, I think I'm out, man. I I'm not just going to go vote for a Democrat you know I always Republican. Vote for? They're, they're fucking always disappointing. The one thing I do at election time, and this might sound weird, but to me, it's one of the only things that truly makes a difference besides the school levies and all that bullshit mm -hmm. you have to vote for. I actually do a little bit of research on who's running for judge. Judges are huge, and judges are one of the rare ones, too, that don't put the DRR next to their name, so you got to right. look them up to know anything about them. And I do that around election time, because I think electing a judge is very important. If you get a guy who's just a fucking corporate fucking bureaucrat who's just going to protect hey, the, all the fucking, anyone who makes less than this is a scumbag, you're going to yeah. prison, you're smoking a joint, you're going to prison, mm -hmm. you look at guys like that. You know what I do? I also look up judges. And this, I do, too. And this is the only thing I base it on, which is kind of funny, but kind of yeah, it makes sense to me. They're drug convictions? <clears throat> no, but kind of. Whoever is um, uh, backed by the Fraternal Order of Police, I go against them. Really? So, yeah, so if the if the police come out and say, this is our judge, I'm like, not my judge. I want that guy. I want the guy that the, the cops don't like. Because then I know, because the judge's job a lot of times is the not just go, yeah, the cops are always right kind of guy. You yeah. know what I mean? So I want the one that the cops don't like, because at least I know that guy's looking at it a different way. And, and probably getting a fair trial. And I don't, yeah, I just believe it's going to be more of a fair trial. That's why the cops don't like them. They don't want a fucking fair trial. Yeah. They want that shit just to go to jail and be done with. Yeah, we've had a lot of judges in Hamilton County. have been around for fucking years. Mm-hmm. You know. Hey. They just keep constantly getting elected. Yeah, I mean, fuck them. And guess what else? <laughs> fuck them. Fuck, fuck them, and it's also time for a fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You want to go first? Uh, oh, I like that. The picture of him just showing me do the knob work. Hey, yeah, let me let those Why don't you come over here and do some yeah. knob work? Hey, man. That was aggressive. <laughs> All right, sure. I'll go first. <clears throat> Fuck you to the tin roof. All right. That's a bar down there on the banks. We went there Thursday night before the show to, um, to have some libations, you know, hang out, shoot yeah. the shit, give Danny shit for maybe not being on our fantasy league anymore. Um, and just having a good time in general. <clears throat> we look at the beers. All right. They're like seven, eight bucks, nine bucks a piece, whatever. We we asked for the big ones, of course, because that's what you we want. 12 ounce beers. We wasted my time. It took her fucking 10 minutes to come out to us to begin with. Yeah. So we want to get the biggest beer as possible so we don't have to fucking wait any longer. Well, you felt okay about it because you gave her that high five that she wanted. I did not give her a high five. I did, but okay. <laughs> 
So we look at the menu. They give the prices. We ask for one beer. Comes back. Don't have it. We ask for two beer. Come back. Don't have it. Third beer, finally. All right, we got this. All right, they come bring us the beers. We have one round. Come out. Another round. They're 30-ounce beers. We only have so much time. We're there 45 minutes. We drink 60 ounces of beer. I ate some tater tots or some shit. Matt got a buffalo chicken wrap and had a whole meal. And I was like, hey, all right, $7 a piece. I'll take a round. I got the tickets for free. I should probably show some love here. Uh, Thinking $35. Buy four beers and then my one extra beer. So $35. All right, my tater tots, like four bucks, $39. I come back. Or this lady comes back. The bill is... $59 59 or $69 or something like that. You look down and the beers are $13.70 a piece. Yeah. $13. Oh, they cut you a little, a little break by giving a double beer, I guess. Yeah. I guess the normal beers are 16, but we got the 32 ounces. Now, nowhere on that menu, right. nowhere, That's the key. nowhere on that menu did it give two different prices no, where you knew what not. you were fucking with. If I would have known that it was double the price, I would have said, I got that guy's beers, and I want to point it to you because you got the free tickets for me, and fuck Matt and Danny. Danny makes good money. Matt, single, he's fine. You know, uh, I would have had no problem just paying for your beers and moving on, but fucking A. And and that's the part that pissed me off, too. There was only one price on the menu. And then when she originally gave us our... um, our tickets and stuff. There was like nine beers on there. There was like a couple extra for 13 something dollars. And then she ended up fixing that without us having to bitch about it. But either way, hey, put the prices that you're actually going to charge on the menu. So I know what I'm fucking yeah, ordering. We didn't, 10 for, we didn't ask for uh, the giant beers, did we? We just said we want four of these. No, you said give us the biggest ones. Oh, I did. You did, which yep. is fine. That's what I wanted too. Right. But I would have liked to known that they were fucking 1370 per beer. And not seven bucks, which is already a ripoff, by the way. Seven dollars for a beer is already too much. But thirteen seventy, goddamn! You know, I you got a mortgage, a fucking kid in order to you eat, do. They get drunk at the ten roof, apparently. But uh, yeah, fuck you, ten roof. That's where my fuck you goes out to. And that's a good one yeah. because that legitimately was real pricey. Now, granted, you're on the banks, so you're going to pay more. All I said is. That should be on the menu. And you know how picky I am about servers. That that yeah. server flowed to the fine line with me. Where she, she was nice. She was nice. She, she you were giving her some sh- not giving her shit, but just saying some weird shit to her. And that's my you thing. know we were all saying weird shit every once in a while. And she took it like a champ. She did at one point go, "You guys are weird." Yeah, which was funny. But uh, she did high five me, and I did not like that at all. You high five back. No, I. Because what do you do? You leave her hanging? That's an asshole move. You yeah, can't leave is. someone hanging. But I hate the idea that it's ever even brought up. I don't want to high five you. Go fuck yourself. What am I, nine? <laughs> did we just? Did, we, did you just hit a triple in the Little League game? I don't want to fucking high five you. Get out of my face. <laughs> but uh, I still. I, I And I even tipped her well, even though I shouldn't have. You know, I, well, she's not but the it's one not that her printed fault. the menu. She yeah. could have told us. She could have told us. She said, oh, oh, you want the biggest ones? Well, those aren't seven. Those if are you were 13. a server, would you? Not a goddamn chance no, because you're getting either. tipped off percentages right so of course you're gonna want a bigger one and i didn't hold it against her but i want it too in my head motherfucker well i got a uh, a good fuck you all right well and this fuck one you this one's pissing me off like currently i yeah and it's been pissing me was on the phone fuck 20th century fox movie studios they're called now 20th century studios okay fuck them <laughs> i will actually at this point are you mad because there's a black little mermaid no, no. Um, <laughs> that that should have happened a long time ago. Okay. Well, when I was a kid, they had black Barbies, and the, the idiots went, hey, how come Barbie's black? Well, because black kids are playing with them, too, and they want to- Barbarisha, bitch. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, no, it's not that. 20th century. 
They come out with a new movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the previews going, that looks like a pretty fucking cool movie. It is loaded with stars, power stars. You got fucking De Niro, Christian Bale, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Rock. The movie's called Amsterdam. Okay, yeah, I've heard about it. Ton of fucking actors. Big name actors. And then they're going through starring this, this, this. Starring Taylor Swift. And here's why I'm mad. <laughs> Fuck Taylor Swift. Yeah, I agree. Okay, you're a little bubblegummy fucking break up with your boyfriend pop singer. You have no business being in a fucking movie. And especially no business. I hate when fucking singers try to become actors. But if they're good at it, though. If they're good Some at it, it's a different good. story. You proved it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Lady Gaga, good actress. Yeah, she's not, not bad. bad. Timberlake's not bad. No, Timberlake's good. Taylor Swift. In here with De Niro. Her first movie is with fucking De Niro, Christian Bale, and bullshit. Chris Rock. First movie. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is there a first? I don't know. I don't follow Taylor Swift enough. I think Swift it's her enough. first, yeah. unless she did some little bit part. Yeah. But like Lady Gaga's first one, Bradley Cooper. He's a big star. He's not De Niro. No. I've never got Taylor Swift. I've never got it either. I've never and got you know it. what? I never thought she was attractive. Sells, I mean, a, sells a lot of fucking albums. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Keep making your music. There's has, a market for your music. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's not me. Don't be in a fucking movie with De Niro that I wanted to fucking see. Because I don't want to see it anymore. Is she going to show her tits? No. She doesn't <laughs> even fucking talk about that shit. She's a fucking... And you know what? Her her beliefs are her own. But fuck 20th Century for taking a fucking movie I wanted to see and putting a toad like fucking Taylor <laughs> Swift in it. Because you know what? Let her make a small movie. If she's a good actress, give her a little bit bigger part. You don't put her in with De Niro for her first fucking movie. I wanted to see it, and now I fucking refuse. You could see that movie and say, Chris, I was shocked. She was fantastic. One of the best movies I've ever mm-hmm. seen. I won't fucking watch it. Nah, see, I'll, I'm totally not there. If if come Fuck out and you're like, Swift. Taylor Swift's a great actress, I'm like, okay, okay. And then, and then I'll move on with my life and not I'll watch me. it. How much fucking of the, of the media fucking market do you need to own? You're already <laughs> it, the biggest pop singer on the fucking you know planet for bubblegummy pop. You know what she's doing with her music right now? This no. is kind of genius, and it's going to... Something that's going to get her even more and more millions. Yes, it'll definitely make her a lot more money. But at the same time, it might fuck artists in the future. Because this is what she's doing. Right now, the music, when you make a, a album, the record company owns the recordings, right? Right. She's going back and re-recording everything. Because they don't own the song. They just own the recording. So she's going back and re-recording all of her albums. And then when she'll release those, and then now those will be the albums you buy. And, you know, her fans will probably know the difference. And she'll and own it all. And she'll own it all. And she has it all for the future. And she can do whatever she wants with those recordings. Now she can sell those recordings to Ford to put behind a truck commercial or some shit like that. Yeah. Or now she can't. You know, the record company owns all that shit. She makes They're, they're going to close the loophole for that. That's exactly it. So Taylor Swift is probably going to work out and do pretty well with this. And if... If other artists were smart, they'd go out and do this shit right now, too. Like, like pop them out really quick if you can. Uh, now, the problem is a lot of these albums, good luck reproducing that. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's once-in-a-lifetime magic with some of that shit. Right. But probably not with Taylor Swift. No. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Hers is bubblegummy. I broke up with my boyfriend <clears throat> again. Yeah, so she goes and re-records those fucking teenage songs and makes shitloads of money, but they will close that loophole in the future. And now in the future, not only do the record companies own the recordings, but now they own the songs. So sorry about your luck. Taylor Swift ruined it for you, but good for her in the meantime, I guess. Um, well, you know, if you were to come to me and say, hey, Taylor Swift's a good actress. Yeah. I'd say, fine. I still won't see this fucking movie. <laughs> she has no business making her fucking film debut in fucking De Niro. And the thing about it is yeah. there's 10 billion 
fucking struggling actors out there that actually have good real acting talent mm-hmm. that are tra- they're waiting tables and fucking washing cars trying to get their break but because she's saying about her fucking boyfriend cheating on her she's automatically going to get in with De Niro fuck you fuck the system fuck 20th century and he fucked De Niro for making a movie with the bitch he chooses who he makes movies with I don't think De Niro knows what movies he makes anymore that guy puts out a lot of shit I'm just pissed at the whole thing I wanted to see this movie, and now I do not, and I will not. I do get it, because you, if you get some fucking mumo down the street to, to play that same role, they're not bringing anyone new to the theater. Right. Taylor Swift, now you got a whole Taylor Swift audience that's going to yeah. go see this movie that, let's face it, Amsterdam is probably not up their alley. That's not, probably not a movie right. they would normally go but see. But the skill is, the, the fucking, the, the integrity of their mm. fucking business is gone. There's just too much to that before I come. I, I agree with you. I don't want Taylor Swift in the fucking movie. But I understand why they would do it. And I'll hold judgment until after I see how she's used and how she does. But in the end, I do agree. Fuck you, Taylor Swift, in general, because I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I've seen Taylor Swift live. She was fucking awful. It was the most vapid shit I've ever seen in my life. You felt fucking dirty when you left there. You're like, I feel so fucking. It's a fucking three-day country festival I had to go to with my wife. Of course, I felt dirty every step of of the way. But Taylor Swift was awfully bad. Like, she would, like, stop a song. Or, you know, at the end of a song, and she would, like, prance back and forth on the stage and then, like, strike a pose and say something like, you know, girls are the best thing that have ever happened to this world. And then the whole audience, and And you know what, I don't have anything against this song is, and you're just like, what, you said nothing. You literally said nothing, and all these fucking dipshits are clapping, and then you go into your next fucking vapid-ass dumb song. But that's my whole point. My whole point is I don't have anything against her personally. Yeah. Okay, but you're not, you're, you're, not, you're a fucking bubblegum pop singer. Yeah. You're not an actress. And the thing about it is she might have a tiny little role in this movie. But when they went through the ten names that are in the movie, she was one of those. Yeah. She was in the same fucking casting as De Niro, Christian Bale, Chris Rock, and many others. Yeah, and Chris Rock nailed it with one of his first roles when he played Pookie in New Jack City as the crackhead. I don't mind when a comedian becomes an actor. It's a step. A singer and an actor are two different fucking things. Now, there's been some decent music people that mm-hmm. have went over and had, you know, decent fucking performances. Yeah, like Elvis, dude. Taylor Swift ain't it. Damn. I don't know. I don't give a fuck Taylor Swift in general. Yeah. We'll just agree on that. We'll end on that. That's the end of this show to this week. Uh, fuck Taylor Swift. Strong. The name of this show this week, fuck Taylor Swift. That's it. All right. We're going to name it's it. It's over. Huh? I'm done with her. All right. If she died tomorrow, I wouldn't care. Oh, that's rude. That is. I didn't go that far. Time <laughs> fuck off now. Yeah.